Welcome into the DNVR Gaming Podcast brought to you by WGT Golf, a top golf game experience uh, that we're actually going to talk a little bit more about because they're not only uh, the brand new first ever official sponsor of the DNVR Gaming Podcast and pretty much most things that are going on DNVR Gaming these days, but it's also a relevant topic of the podcast. It's not just a thing we're out here talking about. It's a game that we have all gotten the opportunity to play and enjoy and even play with and against some of you out there in the world already as we're kind of learning about it. So uh, figured we'd jump in just to get some of the details out of the way uh, first. They pride themselves on being the most realistic free golf game available so you can download this app uh, for free on your phone you can also play it on your laptop your pc uh, there's over 20 million people around the world so if you want to play against people you almost always get into a match super quickly uh they've got like uh they've got real life courses that these are based on you can play things like uh pebble beach uh beth page black st andrews brandon dunes wolf creek uh, there, there's all kinds of super cool stuff that we haven't even really gotten into uh, the depths, but uh, you, you can play like closest to the hole, uh, stroke matches. Uh, you can challenge your friends. You can join a clubhouse. We've got a DNVR clubhouse. So if you're a subscriber and you're a member in our lounge and discord, you can come and hang out with us and uh, we'll be doing tournaments in there. And so we'll have leaderboards and uh, there, there's bragging rights galore. You can take screenshots of, uh, beating people and sharing it with everybody. We're going to be playing a lot. Um, AJ, w- what have been kind of your first few experiences? I know you actually got into this. Uh, you guys had had this as a sponsor before, and so you had played uh, some even before now. But what what is your kind of main takeaway of, of having played the game? I'm bad at it. <laughs> it's not bad at not, not good at it at all. Um it's hard, man. I mean, it's, it's as far as like, like golf sims go, like it's, it's pretty good. You have to be good at it. You're like, you're not just going to step up there and clickety click your way to, Oh, I got a birdie. Oh, I got a birdie. Like you got to play. You gotta, you gotta have a little bit of an idea of, uh, of what's going on. And I think that's one of the things I like about it is that it's challenging uh, in a, in a meaningful way. And I, I haven't actually sat down and played through a full round yet. I like the closest to the whole challenges. So I've played a lot of those. Um, those are really fun. I really enjoy them a lot, but uh, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to <clears throat> getting, getting hyphy one of these days and sitting down and taking on some of our, uh, some of our subscribers. Yeah, I got to say, I like the closest to the whole challenges, too, because my short game sucks right now. Uh, totally sucks. <laughs> so we're all in that uh, same boat, then. Yeah. I would I would think so. My putter uh, is anytime brutal, I get to a man. Sand trap, I just don't know what to do. I'm like, this is foreign to me. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know. Uh, I do feel like, yeah, it's sort of, it's easy to pick up, but it's going to be very difficult to master. Like, the mechanics themselves are pretty intuitive uh but but being able to master them and and also i think it's you know as someone who doesn't know a ton about golf i actually did play a little bit when i was like in middle school and high school um but i've never really been the biggest fan in the world i have watched a lot i feel like i'm learning a lot about the game it's like oh no you really have to beware of you know 
the wind, for example, the first several games I played uh, a couple of times, I was like, I lined that up nice, but it's like, yeah, but you weren't looking at the wind and you just hit this tiny little ball in the air and it got blown way off course, man, pay attention. That's a whole, that's a part of the thing. So uh, I think that's been uh, a pretty cool experience. Rudo, what, what have you been, how you been doing? Are, are you, tell us you're a master, bring some solid. No, this is the DNVR gaming podcast is the level one boss AJ and I came up with for this game. The it sounds like uh, Patrick on your beat though has got some talent. Yeah, Patrick, uh, that that kind of surprised me a little bit, but Patrick was starting to show up on some leaderboards and stuff. Like, yeah, man, he may have to be the the boss of the DNVR gang. We'll have to find out. Uh, Adam seemed to be dramatically improving. He was posting his scores in our Slack chat today. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's something you can you know work on and get better at. Um, it's also something I think if you do just kind of want to whack the ball around and you don't want to care about putting that much, you can just play the you know the closest to the whole challenges or stuff like that. So I definitely downplay in skill level as much as possible because I know the first DNVR tournament, someone is going to rock up in there and just put up a ridiculous score right yeah yeah i i played uh our guy uh, orange and brew which is a great name uh and it's another thing like from across the pond as they say over there in merry old england i i hope i'm getting all of that correct but <laughs> we we had a uh just a nice you know nine hole game or maybe it was like a six hole game or something like that and it was uh it was a lot of fun it was pretty cool being able to very quickly just match up with somebody and chat with them a little bit. There's a little in-game chat so you can, you can talk trash or you can just say hello and, and have a you know, little 10, 15 minute distractor in, in these times where I think we can all use little 10, 15 minute distractors and you can get way more into it than that if you want to. Uh, so we're excited to have them on board as uh, both a sponsor and a new game that we can play with all of you and organize tournaments around and, uh, do all of that. So uh, they've also got all kinds of fun things like, you know, upgrading your equipment and upgrading your avatar and being able to, like, if, if you want to be the badass of this game, it allows you to do that. And so uh, if this sounds like your thing, make sure you hit us up if you download it and uh, let us see all your high scores and let us know how much you would totally pwn us on the golf course. And we will have to stand humbly in your glory on that day. All true. Uh, so let's get into this week in Twitch before we get into our sports games reviews for the day. We're going to do a little baseball. We're going to do a little hockey. But first, we're going to do a little bit of Twitch. Bruto, what was your highlight on Twitch this week? Um. Well, it was not the WGT Golf, unfortunately. Uh, the game was great. My game, not as great. Uh, but I'm probably making Diamond 5 in Hearthstone, meaning I'm just shy of the top rank you can be in that game, which is Legend. So, making some solid progress there. Trying to make Legend this, this month. We'll see if I make it or not, but we're getting there. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds important and good. Legend is, you know, I suppose speaks for itself. Yeah, I, I'm not any good at that game, so me making Legend might be a little bit of a farce, but <laughs> I'm trying. 
<clears throat> we won a couple of our StarCraft rounds. When we That's played true. We did guy. do that. That was nice. When we turned yeah. it off brutal, we're okay at that game. <laughs> yeah. Although the one where we lost on the very first thing because we didn't know what we were doing, that was pretty bad. Yeah, low light. Low light there for sure. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, you have four minutes to do this objective, and we both totally ignored it. Ran out of time, and then it was like mission over, and we were like, oh. What? Oh. <laughs> you guys are supposed to do that thing? Whoops. Why didn't you tell us? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just didn't take it seriously at all. Totally ignored it. Classic right gamer me. mistake. Uh, it was pretty funny, but then it was like, okay, well, our bad. Oops. Yeah. Oh, oh whoopsie. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I had a couple of fun things again i'm still playing through final fantasy 7 enjoying the hell out of that uh i've gotten into the top 100 in mlb the show now playing He's through that on the... To the end of final fantasy uh yeah i'm about 30 hours into it and so i think i'm about two-thirds of the way through probably a little bit more than that kind of doing all the pre-final you know pre-end game stuff right now is basically where i'm at um and and yeah so we'll be able to review that before too long it's been amazing i've I really really enjoyed it um uh accidentally made a trade with our dnvr abs team <laughs> this last week because sometimes the computer in your franchise will just randomly offer you trades and it's up to you to either accept or decline them and it it starts you on accept so you have to go down to decline and i was kind of waiting for um, feedback from our audience there, the live viewers on Twitch. And it was just a couple of draft picks. It was like 2020 third and fourth round pick or something like that for a goalie named John Bernier. Does that ring a bell? Is that, is that someone I was supposed to know? <laughs> this is this, the way the Ottawa Senators trade with the Avalanche makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> the Avs just send them a prompt of, of, like, accept this trade, and Dorian is just sitting there spamming A, and it gets accepted yep. by the Ottawa Senators. Or he's, like, cleaning his keyboard. Yeah. And enter, 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 enter. Oh, oh, dang. Oh, what have oh. I done? <laughs> I just, just trade it at dude. Yeah, Oops. just traded for Matt Duchesne. I traded what away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. Well, I mean, I, that doesn't sound like too bad if you just gave up some mid-round picks for Bernier, though. So what was really funny, though, is I'd been on quite the roll right before this. I'd won like five, six games in a row. And then having traded for a backup goalie, it was time for Grubauer to sit and so Bernier got to play like two days after coming onto the team and immediately gave up four goals. I was down four to nothing. I had to take him out to put Groove back in. Everybody in chat's like, get rid of this guy. Bring Frankie back up, which is what we did. And so now I've just got Bernier sitting down on the Colorado Eagles. And the first game back that Frankie played, he was fantastic. So we're just done with this gotcha. guy that I accidentally – I just <laughs> ruined this guy's career for no – like on accident. Like, just brutal. Absolutely just in case you thought this might work out, no, absolutely yeah, no. not. No, sorry, man. You got one game, you, and it was like two to nothing after like five minutes in the first period. And you're like, and one of them was a joke. And you're like, bro, come on, what are you doing? 
<laughs> what are we doing here, guy? Uh, so yeah, that that's been kind of fun and interesting. Uh, but beyond that, just plugging away uh, at those games. We are getting close to the trade deadline, so if anyone wants to come by and uh, help decide on an offensive player that we can add to the Avs second or third line, swing in. Uh, again, the sports streams are Monday through Friday, ten to noon. Uh, sometimes I throw the Final Fantasy Seven in there, but if you want to do NHL trades, swing by and say, I want to do some NHL trades, and that's what we'll do, um, especially if they're weird and I don't understand who they are. Uh, that, that's better. And the more names that I can be forced to try to pronounce, also the better. Uh, yeah, so. the random attempt at Svechnikov was pretty fun. Yeah. I can't remember what I said. I'm not sure I could redo it. Now I've heard it correctly. So, But... <laughs> Um, all right, well, then let's get into the review section of the show. Keep it moving right along here. And uh, let's go back in time first. Always nice to uh, go in chronological order, I suppose. And we're going to talk about the NHL Hits franchise. So technically, we're not really reviewing one game here so much as we're doing kind of a retro review uh, look at an entire franchise. I mean, so I guess yep. really NHL hits is only two games, technically three, but pro doesn't count. So <laughs> it's, it's barely a franchise. It should have been much longer of a franchise though. It should be. And we should get into that. But first, uh, who would like to take the 60 second synopsis on what NHL hits even is? Uh, I'll got it. It's basically it's basically the uh, hockey equivalent of NBA Jam, uh, the adrenaline sports game three on three, um, with exaggerated hitting, shooting, skating, whatever. Um, all of it very over the top. You can catch fire just like an NBA Jam, although it's more of a mechanic that you're able to control <laughs> in uh, in hits than it is in NBA Jam. And it's three on three. You play three periods, and uh, there's all the most most of the rules apply, which can be tweaked freely. Like you can turn offside off because you. Should. I was gonna say, is there offside in hits? Yeah, that that you feels should. weird. Trust yeah. me. The only rule in hits that matters is if you get knocked out in a fight, you're out of the game. Yeah. If you have fights, <laughs> on. after a while, I turned the fights off because it was like. I was getting into too many of them. My team wasn't deep enough. <laughs> Just losing <lazy> dudes. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was like every game was like a was a war of attrition where I was just like, oh yeah, man, my roster is not meant for this. So that's that's kind of what hits was back in the days. It was, uh, and, and the idea was that you would make your own team and play your way through a bunch of fake teams. Like you had to play through, uh like the Egyptian dudes. And then you had to play through like the snowmen and yeah, snowmen and the aliens and all this stuff, right? Like you had to play through all these like random, random teams. And then you had to play your way through the NHL. And that so was set up like a, more like a fighting game where you work your way through the tiers or like up the tower or whatever. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's probably probably more RPG esque because you got gear along the way that upgraded your that increased your skill levels. Yeah, 
And so you wanted you wanted to continue to play against the higher tier teams and you had goals to accomplish within the games. It wasn't just go win the game. You also had to win the game and you had to block six shots and you had to win two fights or you had to you had to score four goals and then you also had to put 35 shots on goal or whatever the whatever the yeah. different goals were against each opponent you had to accomplish those and then you would get to unlock all the gear and then equip the gear on your team to get better and that was how you all, improved all that the like game goals and gear stuff that the NHL series didn't have till like the mid 2010s NHL hits had that back in 2002 <laughs> Yeah, eat your heart out. Yeah, uh, that was it, it. Was great. Um, it was. It had a very fun, grindy element to it because you did want to max out on gear and you wanted to get the the, the maximum level of stuff. Yeah. And some of it was hard to get. Some of it took some took some real effort. I'm gonna flip these two questions upside down, and either of you feel free to to jump in. But who would you not recommend this game for? Who is just like this is just not gonna be for them? People who are looking for like a real sports simulation, game. yeah, yeah. Like if you wanted to play like a a serious franchise mode, uh, you wanted like a salary cap, and you wanted all that. This was not it. Um, somebody who wanted like a serious, like to take, to take their sim seriously. They really wanted to get into like the nitty gritty. Cause this is a game where you could punch dudes through the glass and they would hop out and you could just stand there and wait for them. And then you could hit them again and punch them right back. <laughs> like this was, this was a game where you could, you know, you could roll up and hit the goalie and have your friend try and shoot into the open net kind of thing. Right. Like it was, it was chaos on ice so anybody anybody that was trying to take it seriously no 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 no. it's not what that's about it's not that life it's all about adrenaline and doing crazy stuff hells yeah (laughs) (laughs) living that mountain dew life (laughs) um so then who is the game recommended for uh, I mean, I would say I would say hockey fans who wanted fun video games. To be honest, hits is I believe transcendent enough that even if you don't know anything about hockey, if you just want a quick game to pick up and play and have fun with, that's a sports game. You will have fun yeah. with hits. It's very easy to learn. Pass button, shoot button, hit button, turbo button, done. And the first None time you blast life. someone through the glass, you will be like, oh, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. Because you go to, well, because like there are times you go, you hit a guy and like, oh, he's coming through the middle of the ice, you know, and you're like, that snowman's got his head down. And like you, you hit him and you're like, okay, well, that felt good. Like, all right, that was satisfying. And then there are other times where you get a guy in the corner where he goes to retrieve the puck and you just time it right. And into the into the stands he goes and you just pick the puck up and you throw it out in front of your net and you score and you're just like I might be a god. <laughs> it's entirely possible that I am the best of all things. I I'll I'll wait on this one because I don't want to jump the gun on the most valuable player of the of the game, but I think okay. mine'll be different than AJ's, we'll put it that way. 
Um, I'll start uh, what I think will be an ongoing sidebar about uh, these adrenaline sports games and, and sim sports games. And say so I think that that's one of the things what, what Rudo talked about, like this can appeal to people even if you're not into hockey, is true of a lot of the really well done adrenaline games. Like you can probably enjoy NBA Jam a little bit, even if you're not that big a basketball fan. The Mutant um, League games. The Mutant League games are great. I actually go way back on these. There were a couple of soccer ones for the Nintendo that are very different in terms of how they're um, not Sims. One was, I think it was just called World Cup. Something something World yep. Cup. I can't remember exactly. Yep. I have it. Like, yep. Like if you double pressed A and B and you did a bicycle kick and the ball would go up and down toward the, the net and you could do all, you could like do a header dive all the way across the field and do crazy action oriented soccer stuff like that i loved that game and i had another one called tecmo cup in the tecmo family of things but it was based uh on like a japanese uh serial show one of those drama animes that happens to be about sports and uh it's an rpg where like after every game your character stats would go up and it wasn't action oriented at all it was literally like when you would encounter somebody on the field, the whole game would stop and then you would choose a course of three actions, try to dribble past them, try to pass around them or try to shoot. And then based on your statistics, stuff would play out and it would move on to the next thing. And the guys would have super powered shots. So you would earn abilities and yeah, you get to a certain area. You're like, oh, you've earned the hyper shot. And all how, the crazy animations. Uh, it was amazing. How have I not heard of this visual novel sports game? I need to play this immediately. I, yeah, I think it'd be right up your alley. In fact, when you mentioned Pride, the show, yeah. uh, the, the hockey show, yeah. it's basically like that, like a video game. Like it begins, like the whole thing is like their goalie, who is their superstar player. Like the rest of the team is a bunch of scrubs, except they've got a star forward who's the main character of the game. And this goalie who is supposed to be badass, but he's hurt. And like he's hurt for the entire game until the spoilers, but until the very last game you play. And then that dude comes back. But the whole time is like, you got to keep fighting hard because I'm hurt. You guys, there's a whole, it's crazy, man. I think you'd love it. <laughs> uh, the name of it again was Tecmo Cup. Tech Tecmo Cup. Yeah. Just Tecmo Cup for the NES. It's got an awesome soundtrack. And yeah, I think there's a, a Japanese, there's an anime that goes along with it that I've never seen. Definitely downloading that emulator tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the other game in this category I wanted to mention before we get back to hits that I had to Google today. We, we've been talking about this before. I can't remember the context, maybe in Discord. I was on the GameCube. It was a 3v3 soccer game, again, soccer, um, called Sega Soccer Slam, where you played entirely with, like, made-up characters from different countries, and they all had super abilities and crazy personalities, and it was super comedic, but really fun to play. And, again, it's like you don't have to be into soccer um, to enjoy just being able to run through dudes and body slam them out there on the field and then run by and then kick the ball and it turns into a missile and goes flying past the goalie. Like that's just, that's just fun. Objectively. <laughs> AJ, AJ, I wasn't sure if that was your, I'm unconvinced face or your, that really does sound like fun. I'm going to sound like a good time. Like okay. the, the feel of those games has to be, it had they have to get it right otherwise you just don't it's it's not fun to pick up and play yeah yeah they, they've got to be pick up a, a lot of the mario tennis mario soccer those are a lot of fun to just pick up and play mm -hmm. mario and, and 
I, I know you're such a, such a huge <laughs> I just we'll get into that in a minute when we do baseball, but we'll I'll, I'll leave that segue for just a minute. But for the most part, I'll here's my tease for that. I'm I'm pro these adrenaline uh, alternative sports games. Uh, they can be a lot of fun, or like racing games, like Burnout, where the objective is just as much to crash your car as it is to win races or whatever. Like I can get into that. Uh, but back on NHL hits, Rudo, you were about to do it earlier. It's the next thing on my list. So just give us the MVP, bro. Uh, the MVP for me of this game is the celebrations, which I know is extremely niche and picky. But this game has some of the greatest celebrations ever that I demand need to be seen in the NHL immediately, including, but not limited to, the assisting player using his stick like a bow and arrow to launch an arrow at the goal scorer, who then gets struck by lightning and set on fire. Obviously, a little, a little bit difficult to do that in real life. Um, Graphics team, get on it. Yeah, exactly. Make it happen. We can do fox tracks. We can set players on fire on TV. <laughs> oh, puck. We can, we can make this happen. <laughs> um, that, there's one, this one has actually happened in the NHL with Alex Ovechkin, but the hot stick, where they put their stick down and treat it like a, a campfire and won't touch it because it's too hot. Uh, a handful of other ones as well of, of players catching fire in various different manners that are amazing. Uh, I fell in love with the, those immediately. Uh, there are the the whole game is great. I love the whole game, but that was my favorite little specific part. I learned from playing NHL on streams that celebrations are called chellies. <laughs> uh, they're called cellies. I, oh, come on. I knew I was going to mess it up. <laughs> I've never heard him called Chelly. Maybe in NHL you call him Chellies because it's playing Chell. Yeah, it's it's chell. chell. Uh, life is brutal out there for someone trying to get the lingo down, brothers. Wheel it's, snipe Selly, boys. Uh, Do it for the smoke show in the stands. <laughs> you, you got a different MVP there, AJ? or? <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to say the physics engine because it just feels like the most fun version of hockey to play. Um the skating is really fast, the the speed of it, you really capture the speed of the game. Uh the the shooting feels really impactful when you shoot a puck and you have truck puck on and it sends a guy flying and the puck goes flying up all over the rink and you're just like, "Yeah, all right, this 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 feels like I'm a dangerous dude at all times." Yeah. Uh, I can I can shoot someone to hurt, to hurt them. I can hit them. I've got spin moves that can that can bounce off guys if it's well timed. Like it's just the physics of the game feel very very on point because if you feel fast and powerful, especially the more you gear up, the more the the more your skill improves, the better your players get. Uh, you really just start to feel like you're just a badass dude out there with a hockey stick out to out to do some damage to, 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 to people, places, and things. Love it. All right. Do we cover least valuable under the not recommended for, or do you have any other, uh, uh, say, nitpicks? honestly, I would say least valuable is probably just the fact that they haven't made another one. Um, that's yeah. probably the right answer just for something different. I would say the code system, um, they had a they had a cheat code system in which really these should have all just yeah. been options in the game, not 
because the way it worked is in the stands, there would be fans with three codes that they would put up. And each unique three-digit code, three-symbol code, would give you a, a, an option that you could turn on or off. And you had to play dozens and dozens and dozens of games to get all the codes to essentially unlock all of the options. Brutal. So, yeah. <laughs> is there a way to play NHL hits these days? Like what is what is the easiest way to actually play this game? Um it would it, there isn't one. Yeah, anymore. I don't think there is unless you own the game and an original Xbox. Uh, I played mine on GameCube. Okay, GameCube too. I know the first NHL hits was a GameCube launch day title because I stood in line at five AM to get my GameCube and bought NHL hits that day. And then uh, the second version that came out, which is much better. You should, if you're going to get one, 2003 is the version to buy. Yeah. I think Chris Pronger is on the, uh, on the cover and who's also incredible in that game. He's an unstoppable beast. And uh, I don't think that there's like a, there's because there's not a good emulation system for the, for those, for the GameCube, And because uh, the, the virtual store that they always have on Nintendo consoles don't ever include them. It's actually pretty hard to get your hands on these days. I don't have a copy anymore. Well, that's our, our first cause as a DNVR gaming community. We got to start a petition. We got to get it out there. Bring back NHL hits, man. That's brutal. Yeah. I, I mean, that would be a new NHL hits. I would, I would get that thing immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Fair one. Yeah. That would straight up be a pre-order for me. I, I would get whatever I would do anything to show that I, I want to support that game and give me more of them. Let please let me play an NHL hits game again. And who's the developer? You know, uh, it was midway. Oh, they got money. They still got the. They got that Mortal Kombat money, don't they? I mean, technically, so. the developer was Black Box, right? Uh, the f- first one. Yes. But, I mean, Midway basically just absorbed them, I guess. So. I don't. I actually don't know who made the second one. It, it's Black Box. I have it right here. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Aha. Published right. oh, by Midway yeah. under Black Box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got we got to get a new one of those. All right, last two questions then, and these are these are gonna hurt knowing that you can't really go out and get it. But uh, let's do this game as an athlete. Scott Something Stevens, fun, hard hitting, but got left in two thousand three. Scott Stevens, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Scott Stevens. <laughs> the best part of this game was murdering people in open ice or smashing them through the boards. And if you were playing against other people, someone would always come away from the game extremely mad about something <laughs> because of some BS you pulled off. Yeah. And that, that screams Scott Stevens to me. I'm good with it. Who, if you don't okay. know, one of the greatest hitters in NHL history. Was on the cover of the first game. Yep. I love it. So that that, that was almost too perfect. Uh, So then let us move into. This is really depressing. Was that? The studio is like 
gone. Oh, Black Box? Yeah, um, yeah they don't exist anymore. That happened to a lot of the ones from around that time, where they just got absorbed and, and they're just gone now. Yep. Yeah, brutal. Life's brutal out there. One company that's uh, doing as well financially as they've ever done is San Diego Studios with their absolute monopoly on the baseball market. And so uh, (laughs) we're going to transition into talking about the latest edition of MLB The Show. MLB The Show 20, it's been out for, I don't know, a little over, time is meaningless. It's been out for a while and I've been playing it for some of that time. Uh, but I've also been playing MLB The Show since '09. Uh, before that, back in the day, I was a fan of like the MVP baseball uh, series. There've been some other decent ones. I I don't want to derail us, but just really quick, back when they were nine eight nine studios, they made one of the worst NHL games ever created. That makes sense. <laughs> which one? Which one was that? I believe it was. Uh, NHL 2001. Um, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but if you just look up 989 Studios NHL game, there are dozens of videos about how this is the worst hockey game ever made. So, was it 02? It might have been 02. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, they've had a weird <laughs> history and they have the, uh, I feel like a lot of these games now that either have monopolized or really cornered the market, like Madden, uh, NBA 2K has a little bit of competition with live getting to be a, a bit better, but still, um, you know, where there have been times over the years where it's been really good, and there there have been times where you've understood, like, yeah, that this is as close as we've ever had in the video gaming world to a simulation of this sport and that's to be applauded in a number of ways but a lot of them end up resting on their laurels because they don't have a lot of competition out there um and i feel like that's kind of similarly the case here with mlb the show which remains a pretty to very good game with some pretty remarkable flaws it just refuses to address over the years i will say though just as a counterpoint I believe MLB The Show is the greatest sports video game series that's ever been made. I don't wow. think any of the EA, NHL, I, I, a lot of people will disagree with me and say Madden. I understand that, but NCAA, NCAA, it's too old now. It used to be, but it since it hasn't been made in years, it's it's not the same. And and MLB The Show was one of the ones that really revolutionized the new sports games, I think, especially with the like career modes and things like that. Yeah. I think that's, you know, one of the reasons why it's got such a high floor. Um, There's just so much to do in MLB the show and they've just added and added and added modes and, and all kinds of little things you can do. And the game of baseball sort of works for those little mini interactions as well too so you can set up like hey play three innings and just have to get x number of runs or just do this one at bat or play 162 games of a season or play just one guy for his whole career or build a team and never even really play it just make a bunch of trades and simulate games and watch that there's like so many different ways that you can play it um that i think that's 
probably the the MVP of the game, honestly, is just that there's so many different ways to enjoy it that typically whatever your biggest complaints are about the game, it's like, well, then just don't do that part. <laughs> just just go to another part and do that and and you'll have you'll probably have more fun. Um I guess I already skipped. That was way more than a 60 second synopsis. Everybody, I mean, it's a video game about baseball. We know what it is. Uh, <laughs> and and that's also, yeah, right. Uh, realistic baseball sim. And that also kind of covers the recommended for and not recommended for. Honestly, it's you don't want to get into MLB the show if you're looking for an arcadey sports experience where, you know, over the years, it's always been really funny to me the number of people I've played online. They swing at everything and then send me an angry, uh, you know, curse filled message. Just throw a strike. And it's like, uh, it's baseball, dude. I'm not going to throw you a strike unless you're going to stop swinging at this junk in the dirt, like learn how to play the game. And it's um, I, I think it's just people used to their video game experiences being very video gamey. I don't know, whatever that, you know, I don't mean that as a derogatory term, but non-realistic i suppose and they've gone out of their way to try to make mlb the show as realistic a baseball experience as possible and sometimes that means it's incredibly frustrating because the game of baseball is incredibly frustrating so i recommend it for people that are into that experience and i do not recommend it if you're just looking to kind of have a very casual gaming experience it's not great for the casual gamer Yeah, no argument on that one. Uh, not a. It could be fun to watch, but if you want to play multiplayer in that game, it is not an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. Right, uh, and they've basically had to increase the difficulty over the years because people have gotten better and better at it, and they've had to make kind of the top level. You know, you're tracking fastballs at 98 miles an hour, and it really feels like you're tracking fastballs at 98 miles an hour, and it creates for some pretty cool tension. And um, I love playing in those highly competitive modes. I was sort of mentioning earlier, I'm, uh, the last couple of years, I've managed to get into the top 10 in the online ranked version, which is where you just take a real team. Of course, I play as the Rockies, and you go online, and you play against people you get matched up against, um, playing as whatever team they pick. and you just try to win as many games as possible. And it ranks you based on, you know, your record and the caliber of your team and the teams you've beaten. Um, it's not the most popular mode in the game though. The most popular one is the one where you spend all the money and you get all the packs and you can build your team. And there's such an allure to it. Uh, but there's, there's a ceiling, a pay to win ceiling on it. Uh, that They've been trying to figure out for years and haven't quite solved, which is unfortunate. So I would say that that is my least valuable uh, part is that one of the most promising elements of the game over the years, one of the most competitive, one of the ones that sort of people are into the most. And, and there's such a draw to it. Like baseball is a lot about like setting your lineup and deciding who's going to play defense where. And when you open it up to like the history of baseball and you're like, I can have a team that's got Ken Griffey Jr. Mickey Mantle with Todd Helton and Nolan Arenado. Like that's really cool. Um, but the way it's built, basically everyone has to shoot for the same nine to 10 cards. Cause those are the best ones. And if you don't have those cards, you're at a disadvantage and it doesn't matter what players you like. And it, it's really too bad that they can't get a better balance to that mode. So that would be my, my least valuable player. 
Cygnus says, if you can't buy nine Mike Trouts, why are you even playing? <laughs> right, 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 right. It's just there, there's such a huge, um, there's just such a drastic difference between having guys who are really good right now and, you know, Reggie Jackson and Stan the Usual and some of these guys that are in the game. It makes it super fun. I'm glad they they do that, but it throws the balance of it off. And I feel like they're working on it, but um, still not quite there is what I would say. Uh, let's see. So then, uh, yeah, did most valuable, did least valuable. Uh, I'll run through it here pretty quickly. Let's do this game as an athlete. Uh, I'm going to pick a local guy. I'm going to pick a, a current guy. I'm going to pick Charlie Blackman. Uh, I'm going to say MLB The Show is is Charlie Blackman. Very solid producer, um, consistent, reliable. You more or less know what you're going to get. Um, underrated in a lot of ways, but... Um, maybe only a handful of times, you know, in, in its career, has it been super elite, but it's always pretty damn good. And, and, and this version of it, I feel like is pretty close to the version of Charlie Blackman we've got right now. It's got some very obvious noticeable flaws like Charlie's defense, a little bit of an issue out there now. And Excited for next year's version where <clears throat> we'll be a multi-platform. Right. Please. That'll be really interesting. And I do still think there there are like some some real um, things that yeah when there are more eyes on it like the ball players have been streaming on Twitch that's been fun and more people are seeing like they've got to iron out some of their realness some of the ways they've tried it to create realness is a bit artificial like if you've got a bad pitcher but you execute your pitch poorly there's still a or, or perfectly there's still a decent chance you'll throw a bad pitch i feel like the, those mechanics need to be ironed out it should just be more difficult to execute something like that uh those are the kinds of little things or like david Dahl was real pissed when he lost a game when as himself he dropped a ball in center field that just no defender would drop uh, and it was really funny seeing him try to like not rip the game to shreds. It was like, yeah, thanks for having me, everybody. Really glad. This was a lot of fun. I never would drop that ball. You know, it's just like, but there's just no way once he had gotten over and underneath it, but because his, his defensive rating in the game isn't great, uh, it gives him a chance to drop a, uh, it should have never had him get to the ball if that was the issue. So there's a lot of things like that, where I think with competition or maybe with an Xbox um audience they'll they'll be pushed to get a little bit better at these things and then we didn't do this for either one so let's do let's go back one let's do a quarantine score because again i would say the quarantine score for mlb the show if you were into a simulated baseball experience if really getting into the nitty-gritty whether it's building a team playing the game uh, figuring out the, the ins and outs of it, whatever. It's a 10 out of 10. You can play it forever and ever and ever and never get tired of it. You can go online. You can play against real people. You can play against the computer. You can play as just one person and learn the ins and outs of a position. There's just so many different ways to play it that you can't really max it out in terms of hours. And uh, trust me, I've played a lot of it over the years. And it, it maintains it. If you enjoy it to begin with, you're not going to run out of enjoyment of it. Uh, most likely. Uh, but on the flip side, if this isn't your thing, uh, trying to learn it uh, while you're trying to relax and maybe, you know, not get stressed out during a quarantine, I can't recommend it for that. 
Uh, I would put NHL hits at like a two, just because good luck finding that thing. Brutal. If what you if you had to have it already? It's fantastic. If I had it right now, I'd be playing it. Yeah. <laughs> that is today. I could put some holes through some glass today. Love it. All right. Well, I think that's good. And we'll we'll have to get our more full review of WGT Golf once we've actually played it. Uh, but quarantine score, it's going to be really good because it's basically... Yeah. <laughs> that game is built for like... Yep. Oh, someone's going to get that. you got to send us that if you get the hole-in-one. Oh, it happens all the time, dude. When we were when, right. when, when they were they were sponsoring this with us and we were doing the closest to the hole, like Rudo and I'd be like, hey, we got within nine feet this week. We'd feel pretty, pretty good about it. And seven people would send us screenshots with aces. And it was like, oh, brutal. Yep, because we always had aces where it was uh, just like it got to the point where we were purposely looking for really difficult holes. <laughs> it's like no way someone's gonna oh man. Yeah, like no uh no, we, we're uh, not getting it this week. And then even then we would get one, it'd be like one point two feet. And you're like these right. tournaments are gonna be fire. Some of these people are gonna be up in here just teaching us all lessons and yes. There is <laughs> There is going to be a lengthy line of school buses uh, outside of outside of that course. Yeah, I. It's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Someone's gonna score something stupid in the first tournament. I'm sure of it. Like, hundred percent. It's happening. That's awesome. Uh, well, remember to follow everybody here on social media and follow the DNVR Gaming uh, Twitter and Twitch platform. Coming up for you, we're going to have a whole bunch of NFL draft coverage. It's going to be a lot of fun, even if you aren't into the NFL. I, think, I still think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it. I know that. And just before that, actually, speaking of fun, uh, Patrick Lyons and I are going to be doing a Rockies podcast. But don't worry, there's going to be a stand-up comedian. In fact, an incredibly good one. Brant Tobler is seen on Comedy Central and at Comedy Works and laughing and all kinds of cool stuff. He's going to be joining us for a good time uh, about, if you're watching us on the live, about 40 minutes from now. Uh, so that's going to be good. So make sure that you are subscribed to the Twitch. And if you happen to be an Amazon Prime member... That means you can hit us up with a prime sub on Twitch, totally free to you, but it sends us a little something that helps us get through these times that are crazy for all of us, uh, especially those of us covering sports that do not currently exist. I would normally be at a baseball game right now. So uh, this has been a lot of fun running through these games. Remember to hit us up, uh, join the lounge so you can be in our Discord or hit us up on at DNVR underscore gaming to let us know what games you'd like us to review. Uh, an old one and a new one each week. Just let us know. We'll do our best to play it and keep hitting us up with your screenshots of your WGT accomplishments so that you can log them over all that will tremble at your feet. 
For AJ and Rudo, I've been Drew Creaseman. You've been awesome. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.